The Morning Majlis, talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is, this is Pulse 95. Everybody, welcome back uh, to the program. And uh, over the weekend, uh, the United Kingdom and the EU had signed a post-Brexit deal on trade and security. And uh, commenting on this, uh, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson said major changes are coming in the United Kingdom as a result of this aforementioned trade deal. Now, uh, this uh, agreement on the UK's exit from the EU's Single Market and Customs Union would allow for tariff and quota-free trade in goods after December 31st. It also completes the UK's complete separation from the European Union. And according uh, to Johnson's statement, quote, we can't sort of suddenly decide that we're free and then not decide how to exercise it. This government has a very clear agenda to unite and level up and to spread opportunity across the country. Uh, it, this does not apply to the services industry, which represents about 80% of the UK, UK economy or financial services either. But uh, the deal establishes a new framework for businesses on both sides of the English Channel, uh, leaves the UK businesses facing more barriers to trade than they did with Britain as a member of the EU, according to an anal- analysts uh, looking at the situation. But it does free the British Parliament from constraints imposed by EU membership. Look, uh, on, on the international level, on the surface, it looks great. Brexit yeah. has happened. We're glad uh, the world can move on um, uh, uh, with, with a deal. Uh, but in the UK, there's a lot of scrutiny at the moment. Mm. Um, Boris Johnson had told media that uh, it was uh, the it would provide new legislative and regulatory freedoms to deliver for people who felt left behind. But the fishermen leaders uh, have been saying that Boris Johnson had caved in and sacrificed their interests to reach the agreement. Labour called it a thin deal that needed more work to protect UK jobs. Now, the agreement was reached on the 11th hour, and uh, this 1,246-page document was uh, officially published uh, this weekend, and uh, lots of people are now uh, looking and reading to in into uh, this new deal and uh, looking at uh, how uh, this will be uh, impacting them uh, and the country as a whole. But the Chancellor said the deal was an enormously unifying moment for our country and it brought reassurance to those who were concerned about the impact on businesses. But Boris Johnson says that there's going to be big changes after the Brexit deal anyway. Well, for sure, the challenges remain on multiple fronts because the oper- uh, operation uh, process of this of this deal will be closely watched as the new year will commence with some immense changes for ordinary Britons. So, so far for for all the talk of Brexit, there has been no real impact on the lives of people. Um, all that will change now, and it will it will be interesting to see how ordinary British people react to those changes. But with Britain out of the EU's customs union, for example, and single market, there will be considerable non-tariff barriers for British goods uh, entering the EU from starting from the year of 2021. Also, this agreement doesn't deal with services, which will have to be taken separately later on. And that will be critical for the UK, given its huge service sector. Also, this uh, will be particularly difficult time for the UK financial sector, whose entry into the EU would depend on the EU's decision without any negotiating space for the UK. Uh, but both sides uh, would be happy with the outcome. 
uh, as of now, despite future challenges. Uh, those negotiations uh, were a damage control exercise and in that they have succeeded so far. And of course, for the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, this is a personal victory after the series of setbacks uh, that uh, we have all witnessed. But no wonder he was euphoric when he suggested that we have taken back control of our laws and our destiny, even as he stressed, the UK will remain culturally, emotionally, historically, strategically, and geologically attached to Europe. But uh, for the EU as well, this is the time to move on, as uh, Ursula von der Leyen underlined in her latest statement that the deal was fair and balanced. It was now time to turn the page and look to the future. Yeah, and, and, and actually to add on the, the services thing, I mean, the deal is essentially... Uh, uh, a lot of commentators and analysts are saying it's 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 a bare bones deal. Uh, it hasn't been fleshed out in multiple sectors, and uh, the idea now is to start moving the deal rapidly, ratify it, and use it as a foundation to build on, not make it a ceiling to future ambition. Uh, so there is that serious concern from the services industry. They are in a bit of a limbo at the moment. Uh, also, the fishing sector as well. I mean, what's going on? Uh, uh, is that uh, the mayor of uh, a French city, for instance, uh, said the agreement leaves French fishermen wondering just how it will impact them once the festive season is over. Uh, This is uh, because the hard-fought agreement between the UK and the EU involved a five-year transition period with regards to fisheries, where EU catch would have to be reduced by 25%. Uh, This was a concession on part of the UK, which had demanded a 60% drop in EU fishing, but there have been few details available to business leaders reportedly. Uh, French fishermen are pretty confused and not too sure how they're going to work out their trade over the next year uh, and who will be handling the controls and over what time. So the services sector, the fishery sector, a lot of uncertainty there about the deal um, and what it holds for the future as well. A lot of unanswered questions. A lot of unanswered questions indeed, and, and Scotland is uh, one of the uh, key areas that has a bit of an objection to the uh, the deal, but some people in the financial services sector, Labour for example, also uh, saying that uh, they would support the deal in the next uh, in the vote next week because it's better than no deal and it just gives more um, legal certainty for the business community. Uh, Nicholas Durgan said, uh, accused the government of having sold out Scottish fish all over again, promises they knew couldn't be delivered and duly broken. The share of fish in British waters that the UK can catch will rise from about half now to two-thirds by the end of the five-and-a-half-year transition period. After this, the UK would be free to reduce EU access to its coastal waters further, but could face retaliatory action. Government has said that many measures taken by the EU would have to be proportionate and would be limited to uh, the fishing industry. The EU's 27 member states indicated that all within days give their formal backing to the deal, which covers about £660 billion of trade to allow goods to be sold without tariffs or quotas in the EU market. So that is the latest in terms of the development. Some sides will be happy, some sides will not be. Uh, and uh, the Chancellor of the Exchequer in the UK, Rishi Sunak, says that the City of London is going to be made the most attractive place to list new companies. How is this dream going to be realised? Is this pathway the right way? All of this will be discussed later on as we uh, uh, watch very closely the developments in the United Kingdom. 
Over to the U.S. A big news has emerged that Donald Trump has now signed uh, the much-awaited deal, and there was a lot of uh, question marks over it. What's going to happen? All of this will be discussed right here on The Morning Matchless.